Welcome to the School Life Podcast. James here with you. For the very first time, we bring you a School Life Podcast from Cabra Dominican College. That's not to say that Cabra students are new to the broadcast microphone at Cabra. In fact, they've been involved in the other part of the work we do, which is the RHD radio show on 107.9 Life, for seven years now, including this year. And if you want to hear the great shows they've made in 2020 with us, I'll put a link to them in our show notes. They're fantastic. Now, after those radio shows were released this year, the school did a great feature on them in their school newsletter. And it was while I was reading that newsletter and the other articles too, it was the bit at the start that caught my attention where Principal Dr. Helen Rieke always writes her reflection on what the school's been doing overall. And about halfway in, she said this, It was a privilege and joy to gather together to celebrate St. Dominic's Day last week. While we were not able to invite our others to join us this year, staff and students had the opportunity to take time out of the busy term and celebrate this significant day through Mass and our concert. The Mass itself, said by Monsignor Ian Dempsey, was beautiful and I could not be prouder of the way our students participated. Grounded in reflective activities that all year levels have engaged in over the two weeks, a student representative from each year level shared a reflection on how they see, experience and know truth in their lives today. I was particularly struck by the courage and wisdom of each student and how they unpacked the mystery of God through everyday examples of love, kindness, and beauty. Now, I was really taken aback by this because it sounded like something very real and significant in the Catholic life of the school. So I set up a time to meet with Director of Mission and Identity, Valeska Laity, and Mission and Identity Support, Georgia Stella, in addition to the year-level student representatives from year seven through 12 that Helen referred to in the newsletter, Henry, Dusty, Adrian, Amara, Mackenzie, and Armando, to talk through the experience to see what true impact it had on them. I started by asking Valeska and Georgia what the purpose of the whole exercise was and how it all fit in with the college's 2020 theme, Be Truth Seekers. We wanted to give students the opportunity to understand that we find God and God's truth or we experience it in different ways throughout our lives, that there's no right or wrong way um, to do that or experience it. Um, So what we did was each year level was given a different activity um, to do before the St. Dominic's Day Mass that unpacked a different way of experiencing God. And as a team, we talked about, you know, what are those different ways and how can we apply those to the different age groups? And we ended up coming up with six different ways that we can experience God, um, which was finding God, sensing, hearing, seeing, cultivating, and then eventually for our year 12s, it was about how do we take that out into the world? And we kind of um, shared the word God with truth. That mm. were Interchangeable for us. Well, yeah. How yeah. does God reveal truth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if we if we were to sort of like start at the year seven and move to mm-hmm. the year twelve, talk me talk me through mm-hmm. the, the differences in terms of how you because I imagine that with every different year level you would have had to explore it in a slightly different way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, with the year sevens, it was all about this idea of finding truth and that um, truth and God aren't just 
there you know sometimes you have to really look beyond mm-hmm. what's in front of you to find that um so it's the idea that god and truth can be a bit of a riddle that we need to work out sometimes so we looked at getting them to create a crossword so they had to decide on one word um, of where they find god in their lives or where they find truth or love if they struggled with that concept of god mm-hmm. so they had to come up with one word and then they had to create a clue for that word and then we turn that into a class crossword which was really fun and interesting the different stuff they came up with a lot of them said you know through prayer um through family family dinners going to the beach nature so they all kind of came up with something different of where they find god in their own life and what did you find i mean the thing i'd be interested to know is like in addition to doing the activity like what actually did like what did the students actually find in in that for themselves like how where was the growth where was the formation in that in that space well it's getting them to take a moment to go hang on these things in my life are not just me it's there's something greater uh, in that moment and in that experience and giving them the space to think about that and reflect about that i think allowed that formation to happen because they might you know go to the beach and think you know that was a lovely experience but when you stop and think oh that might have been god in that moment and it was making them look that idea of looking through that the looking glass and hearing um what people around them are saying too and realizing oh this is a shared lift experience it isn't just my thing okay cool this is something that we all you know have, have an experience in yep. so that mm. yeah that connection there was an activity that you did in class henry to start with um to explore all this kind of stuff can you talk a little bit about what it was and what you did for it yeah well we did a crossword so we had to pick one place where we find like god and write it email it to our teacher mm-hmm. and then our How teacher, was that? well yeah it was quite easy for me because i thought of it real quick but mm. i feel like some people struggled and what did you put what did you write i wrote school okay yeah okay talk, talk a bit about that like where where do you find god at school like what's uh, that well the nun garden yeah yeah so what was the experience like of doing uh, the 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 crossword and putting it all together. Like, what did you see? Like, was there anything that sort of came out of it that you went, "Huh, oh, that's interesting. That's surprising." One was like the beach was quite like, and then there was alone mm. as well. So you never know what people think about what where God and where they find it. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. And you were the person who got up and gave the talk at um, the assembly at yeah. the mass. Um, can you read what you wrote? Yes, that'd be great. Thank you. In year seven, we looked at where we're from, truth from God, and how it can sometimes be a riddle to find in our lives. For this, we had to pick one place where we felt we can find God's truth in God to develop a clue to describe this place. We made it a clue to capture the idea that God is a riddle to find. After each person chose their word and developed their clue, our class combined them to make a crossword. The word I chose was school. I chose school because it's someone we pray to and thank God. I used to see God in school when I go walking around the Sisters Peace Garden because I see peace and harmony there and that reminds me of how God wants us to treat each other. Truth to me is being honest and open. This guides me to make the right decisions. This year I found that I can find God's truth everywhere I am because God continues to be with me as I learn, develop and grow throughout my years at Cabra. 
I believe it is important to notice God in our everyday lives to help us make the right decisions, which will make us better people. That is God's truth to me. And Valeska, so um, year eight, slightly different? Slightly different. So we were talking about how might we sense truth. So um, those kind of moments we can't quite touch or put a finger on, but they're there and we know something special has happened. And we gave it the term God moments with the year eights. Um, And so, you know, where is God finding me in those moments? Where am I sensing God? Um, You know, maybe God's catching us off guard, surprising us, and just something really special has happened. Um, So the students wrote some really beautiful reflections. Um, They were presented to physically represent their idea. They were given a feather because we thought a feather is something that's quite sensory. Mm -hmm. And to that, um, they attached a gift tag and they wrote on their gift tag um, about that moment. And there were some really moving um, personal stories that were shared. Thank you, God, for that. Um, You know, it was just really moving. We were quite touched when we were going through them when we received them back from the home class teachers. I've got to say, when I was on yard duty yesterday, I found a scrap of paper. I picked it up to throw it in the bin and it was someone's little draft of their God moment. (laughs) This is, how many weeks ago was this? Um, And it said, my God moment is Friday night dinner with my family. God is there. So, yeah, we love the year eight ones. They were really special. Yeah. So you're in year eight, Dusty. Yes. So on that day when you woke up and you got out of bed, um, knowing that you had to give this speech this day, how'd you feel? Oh, I was so nervous. Really? Yeah. I haven't really done anything like that before, like in front of 1,000 or how many people we have in this school. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was very nerve wracking. Shaking, like I shake a lot when I speak in front of people. Wow. So yeah, that's how... It went. And did you start here in year eight or did you start in year I seven? I started in year six. Oh, okay, year, year six. six okay, so yeah, yeah. I've been here for a few years now. So you, you, know, you know the place, yeah. you know the students a bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. But you got up, you did it? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, okay. Can we hear it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. In year eight, we looked at how we sensed truth from God in precious moments. We called these God moments. We used a feather as our symbol to represent each of our chosen God moments. A God moment personally to me are moments in our life that happened that we really can't explain and we sometimes don't realise God was there until we really think about it. Well, that's me now thinking about when I had my moment. It's hard to think about because we all know you can't literally touch or hear God. You can just sense that something is there with you. I think God is there with us every second of the day. For example, when I hear the words, I love you from a close family member, I can sense faith and protection. When I have the company of my friends and laughter, I can feel love and warmth. And even through the painful moments, God is always there, believing in me, knowing I'll get through it, and that something good will end up happening. The God moments that are with it that are within us are the special talents God has gifted to us, and what we do with it is our gift back to God. From this, we can be grateful and appreciate every moment we have in our life, to stop and look around ourselves, be thankful for what we have and where we are, because this time tomorrow, this time next week, and this time next year, most things can change and nothing could be the same. So take a moment to notice the God moments. That is God's truth to me. Wow. Yeah. Mega cred for three reasons. The first, you actually got up there and you delivered that in front of such a big group of people. That's awesome. Secondly, it's really well written. Like that's far beyond what I would imagine a year eight would write. But thirdly, it's really personal. Like you're actually talking a lot from the heart. Yeah. Um, 
how does it feel to actually kind of like um, work those thoughts out, I guess? So yeah. did, did you find you had to like do quite a bit of reflection to kind of get to that or does this stuff sit quite close to the surface for you? Um, well, I love writing. Like I just, I, it just once I'm typing, I can't stop. I just mm. get it out and what's in my head, I just write and then go over it after and make it better. But, yeah, that's just what came from my head, mm. yeah. Did you find that as you were, like, exploring that, things just sort of became clearer yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah, like – What in particular? Um, I think Miss Stella told us to think of one Pacific God moment and I had so many. I just thought, like, every second of the day would is, like, when I feel God is with me. So I wrote – instead of choosing one, I just did explain the most valuable – moments I think in my day or in life that God has been there with me so I just wrote them down. Okay, uh, year 10. Are we in year 10? We're nine. In year 10. Nine. Oh, gosh, okay. We won't skip the nines. They <laughs> might not be happy with that. I know. <laughs> so nines, obviously music, really key at that age. I mean, Absolutely. Probably for everyone, yeah, really. But um, so it was about hearing truth. And often, you know, when we put on a song and there's a line in there and we think, yeah, yeah, yeah that's so true. It gets yeah. me where I yeah. live. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it was all about, all about that, um, God speaking through the power of creative expression. And so the students, um, we had these really cool vinyl records that um, had been uh, left, given to the school and we didn't really have anything to do with them. Nobody particularly wanted them. So <laughs> we were able to have our students have one each, which was really cool. Um, and they created the record label that overlaid um, the original record with their record oh, label cool. yeah, yeah. Um, with a, a song lyric that spoke to them so they got to go away and research and think about what was that song what was that line so they printed that onto their label and they wrote a little reflection as to you know what that line means to them and how it moves them was there any surprises with some of the songs that came back yes yeah there yeah. were some really yeah. random ones but they were all really cool yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah. lots of kind of more old school songs that yeah I that's, they that's what I mean yeah, yeah it's through like... their parents through their grandparents yeah yeah, yeah. You've got a couple of really cool looking LPs sitting in front of you here. Yes. Talk me through uh, what they are, what this activity was. Okay, so um, starting off, as you can see, um, they're, they're vinyl records, and um, I'm told that these are actual vinyl records. So um, I'm shocked that you didn't think they were. You're like, oh, I reckon they're mock-ups. Oh, they've got Decca written on the back. They're for real. They feel so plasticky. I didn't know um, vinyls would, like, Plastic. <laughs> well, now the the new ones are these really thick shellacky things. And the, back in, back in the day, back in the day, they didn't necessarily need to be like three hundred gram, and they didn't cost seventy bucks back then either. <laughs> just spoilers. But anyway, yes. So you've yeah. got old vinyl records. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've digressed. Got, we've, we've got old vinyl records, and um, so what we had to do was um, we had to pick a song by like any type of band, and we had to pick a, a certain lyric from that that um what that would represent what uh, truth meant to each of us so instead of being like a group thing um, it was very individual because mm. we could pick whatever song we wanted whatever lyric we wanted and we could interpret in any way that we wanted so I've got two vinyl records here uh, I have mine and one of my friends 
and um, on mine it says the day will come when you can't cover up what you've done and you know out of context it sounds very passive aggressive mm. to be a song about truth but um, when when you hear it with the rest of the song even then it still kind of sounds passive aggressive <laughs> <laughs> contextualize it now man do it <laughs> so what I took from it was um, that uh, it's you're not you shouldn't be dwelling on mistakes that you've made on the past and more focus on the present and what's happening now because you can't let stuff that you might have done in the past weigh you down because you know I, I've I've done a lot of that and you know I went through a pretty difficult period of my life right. so you know I listen to the song a lot and that's why I picked it so yeah um, and who's what's the song who's the band um, so the song is Missing You and it's by a band called All Time Low which yep, yep. <laughs> okay what did you get out of doing this particular activity? Like what, because I imagine then doing that, you have to, you know, have to reflect quite a bit, think a lot about, you know, what it is that, um, uh, you know, like best sums up that whole idea around truth and, and all that um, within it. Like what sort of, what sort of reflection did it allow you to do looking at all this? Um, the sort of reflection that it let me do was that uh, I got to look at what um, I, I had an opinion on what truth meant to me mm -hmm. and then um, doing it with my classmates I got to see what they thought about what truth meant to them and I got to see all these different perspectives of what's important to them what their values are and it's like it's being able to see what other people see is like it's such a cool thing yeah. because you know what's important to them you know what's important to you and it's just it's this whole world of just importance yeah and picking music picking a song lyric that really speaks to you i mean that's great you know and that's gonna always be authentic you're never gonna pick something that you kind of go oh yeah yeah because everyone feels passionate about music right yeah yeah that's cool okay then on the day on st dom's day itself you got up you gave the speech what was that like oh the speech um you, you know giving a speech in general is always nerve-wracking no matter how good you are at it because there's always a chance of messing up um i i'm i'm a performer so i i do performances and stuff a lot but it's still it, you get so many nerves you don't you, you don't know if you're gonna mess up anything could happen on that day the mic might not work something might fall sure. anything is there and, any um strategies tactics that you use to to deal with those kind of nerves um uh to be honest i kind of just um pretend i'm just uh not there if that makes sense yeah no, I'm, i get that I'm, I'm just giving my opinion to a complete blank space there's nothing else around me i'm just telling myself all all these facts i'm i'm performing for myself can you talk me through your speech can we hear it yeah uh, i can do that for you so um my speech starts off with in year nine we looked at how we hear truth from god through music meaning what songs show us a truth to pay attention to we picked a song that moved us and spoke to us in some way and considered the notion that this might be God's voice speaking to us. We decorated a vinyl record with a chosen lyric from a song and then explained how it moved us. I chose the song Missing You by All Time Low. This song holds a very special place in my heart and was a song I listened to quite a bit when I was going through a difficult period in my life. My chosen lyrics were, the day will come when you can't cover up what you've done. Without context, it perhaps doesn't seem like the best lyric for this task, but what these lyrics refer to is that one day people are going to see your mistakes, so you have to move on rather than dwell on the past. These lyrics are a reminder that we are perfect in being imperfect and, that's, and that there's always a chance to start again. Music is a powerful way of hearing and experiencing truth. Why? Well, because almost everyone hears music, whether you like it or not, unless you're deaf. In music, you can give... A <laughs> In music, you can give emotion to your words and you can add atmosphere to them as well with the sound. With music, you can encounter truth being emphasized. Music holds many truths for me.
Let's move on to those year tens now. Those year tens. <laughs> those year tens. <laughs> Lovely year tens. Um, do you want to take this one or do you want me to take this? I'll go. go. All right. So year tens, it was about um, where we actually see God's truth in the world and it was really the the hospitality lens that we used with them. So Okay, in what way? Um, so well, where, where, where is hospitality being offered to others in the world? Where do we see that interaction going on, people caring for one another? All of those beautiful moments. Um, so, the yeah, God's love through the kindness of action, if I can put it that way. Um, so the students um, went to find an image that captured that for them mm. and we turned it into an old-school-looking Polaroid photo. So we ended up with a collection of those and, as you often do with an old Polaroid, you can write at the bottom a little date or message or whatever. Mm. And so the students wrote to that image as well, um, reflected on that. Um, yeah, images of service and justice and they looked really beautiful and yeah. some students posed for their own photos to create their image too to, to share a message as well no not no, possibly no. <laughs> but again like just lovely <laughs> lovely things that came back um yeah Amara, so um, did you get a chance to do the activity, the Year 10 activity, Amara? Yes. You did. Talk to me a bit about it, what, what it was and what you did. Basically, we had to find a photo that meant something to us that represented like some sort of truth and basically put that photo in a Polaroid picture frame sort of thing and then underneath it we wrote kind of a message about why this is important to us and what it means to us. Mm. So that was basically the task. <laughs> okay. Tell me what you did for your um, for your picture and for your comment. Okay. I don't remember exactly what I said for the comment, like the sentence underneath, mm -hmm. but I know why I picked it. So the picture was like a picture of like young people. Um, they were like different genders and race and stuff like that. And they were like sitting with like older adults, um, like teachers and stuff. And I just liked the photo because it looked really like interactive and there was like a lot of connection. It was like youthful. So I liked that. And I said something along the lines of like, uh, I like this photo. It means a lot to me because it shows like the connection between people and that's mm -hmm. like part of my truth and stuff like that. Something like that. I don't exactly remember. Okay. No, that's, that's great. That's yeah. great. And then on the day, um, you got up and you spoke um, in front of the whole school. What was yes. that like? That was quite nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Had you uh, ever done anything like that before? No, I don't really like speaking too much, but I, I wanted to do it because I don't do it a lot. So okay. it would be good for me if I did do it. Okay. Do okay. You, do you want me to read one? I would love you to read it. Go for it. So this is what you said on the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In year 10, we looked at where we see God's truth in the kind actions of others. We each found a photo that personally related to where we see this truth. Underneath the Polaroid photo, we wrote about how this image moved us, naming God's truth in our world. My photo showed three young people of different race and gender playing and learning together with older adults guiding them. This represents how I see God's truth, which is through the connections we create with each other. This image moved me because it shows young people learning and making connections with their friends and teachers. Seeing this connection which happens through kindness and love is where I see God's truth. I feel it is important to see God's truth in every connection in our lives so we can cherish the small moments we have with friends, family, or anything we personally relate to. Turns out these small moments are not so small after all. If you've ever been on the receiving end of someone's kind actions, you'll know what I'm talking about. To me, this is God's beautiful truth in this world. Mm. That's, that's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> what connection and truth together? That that's kind of that's what you're saying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. how is connection truth to you? 
Because truth is such a a big, powerful, mega word. It was kind of hard to think about. But when I was writing it, I realized that just what makes me happy and what I find important in my life, which would be like what I see as my truth, is my relationships with others and the moments I share with them. So my family and just it always helps me just spending time with them and my friends. And that's probably what's the most important thing to me. So, and seeing other people build those connections and just like every little thing that happens, I just, the connections all together, like in our entire world is kind of how I see the truth of everything, like to get connected together. So 11s were looking at this idea of cultivating truth. So they're getting to an age where, you know, you can start to piece this stuff together, the stuff they've experienced through school, through their own lives. Um, So we had the idea of um, seed packets. So every student got a little adaption of a seed packet with a little Cabra logo on it, and they had to choose a value that was important to them in their life. And then they had to reflect on how do I cultivate this value in my life. So it was that idea of, you know, if you're growing a seed, um, what are the things you have to do to to cultivate that? And so if you're developing a value, what things do you need to be doing to make sure that value has been lived out um, in your own life? That's interesting. I can imagine that what would have come back would have been quite diverse on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, can you give me a bit of a sense of some of the um, examples of what they put Honesty was a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, friendship, family. Loyalty. Loyalty. Okay. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 And the really fun part of this process for us was when we got them all together and we actually went through, you mm. know, what they'd done and um, and we used them, um, all these items to decorate our altar with for the actual mass as offerings um, at, at the front of yeah, the altar. Right. So mm. we got to read, read through all what the kids had done and the diversity was just awesome. Mm. Yeah. So, Mackenzie, you did the day. Tell me what the day was like, like getting up, speaking at the at the mass at the assembly. Um, it was a little nerve-wracking because it was in front of the whole entire school. But um, I think we had a lot of support from all our teachers, so it wasn't as scary. So, can you, can you read the speech that you gave? Um, yeah, sure. There? In Year 11, we looked at how we can cultivate God's truth. What we stand for is shaped by our values, and so each of us chose the value that was most important to us, as this is the truth we wanted to cultivate in the world. We decorated the seed packet to symbolise how we can cultivate truth in our own lives. Just like our seeds, our values require the right conditions to grow. We considered the best conditions for growing our chosen value. On my seed packet, I listed the value honesty, as I feel that it best shows God's truth to me. I feel that honesty is very important for living a free and fulfilling life. Honesty isn't just about telling the truth, but is about being real with yourself and others about who you are. This can lead to building stronger, authentic relationships with others, as I feel that honesty is the biggest part in developing stronger connections. As we are getting closer to finishing year 11 and beginning our last year of school, I feel that cultivating truth is an important part in getting to know ourselves and growing our values. I feel that it reflects this year's school theme of being truth seekers, and as a community, we can help each other prepare for the next step in our journey. This is how we can cultivate God's truth in the world. That's great. What's it like getting up in front of all your year level and all the students in the whole school and talking about an idea like God's truth? Um, yeah, it can be very scary because obviously it means something different for each person. Mm. And um, it's my opinion compared to 
others so it can be scary yeah. talking about what you think because other people might not think the same thing has writing this talking about this with a school has it been a kind of a an experience that's like left a left a mark left a change on you in doing that do you think yeah i mean um i hadn't really thought about what god's truth really meant to me until doing this and writing it and realizing what it kind of meant and my value of honesty and how that kind of connected to it, I guess. And so what was the change then? So before that you hadn't really thought about it, so you really didn't have a sense of of what it might be. Did, mm. does, it be does it become more more visible, more real in that way of doing it yeah, that Yeah, because um, after I had to pick a value, I was thinking what value did I really think was for me? And then I realised that it was honesty and then I started thinking about how that really applied to my life in general and um, it made me just think about it more and really be aware of it. Were the Year 12s involved in this as yes. well? Yeah, what did they do? Yeah, oh, I love the Year 12. You can talk about they it. They got to make a, um, a plane ticket because they are now about to venture out into the world. Yeah. So it was about how will I be truth in, in the world now, how will I endeavour to be truth anyway. Um, so we got them to think about their Year 12, well, not just the Year 12 journey, their whole journey through school. Um, some classes did that through whole class discussions and some classes did that just with students quietly reflecting. Um, and then we get, gave them a plane ticket and on that plane ticket, they pretty much wrote a statement of this is this is who I am and what I'm taking out into the world because of this place and what it has helped me to be. Um, yeah, and they are just, I don't know, I just want to cry when I read some of them. They are, you, you can just see how much this place has meant to them, mm. how much um, they have felt loved um, and, yeah, grateful. Mm. So... When you say that, when you say that the, it really does touch you, is it like if you had to think of one that just jumps to your mind immediately without really stopping to think about it, is there one? The ones that are around, you know, like I've, I've always felt really accepted for who I am mm. and the teachers really know yeah. me and are always so kind to me um, and that they're proud, the, the students are proud to be in a school where acceptance is a really big thing. So that always gets my heartstrings when I read that. The Year 12 student representative I spoke to was Armando. Yeah, so uh, we were tasked with uh, making a, we got an aeroplane ticket. We were just supposed to write what we, as a Year 12, what we have kind of taken out of Year 12 and Cabra, what kind of life lessons we're going to take with us to our future, mm -hmm. what we can apply to our day-to-day -day lives. Do you remember what you wrote? It was, I wrote stuff about like the importance of our community being really tight, um, you know, like friendships mm -hmm. and staff members, it's all important. Um, just staying truth to yourself as well is a very, very big part of what, like, I personally would have taken. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just apply yourself as well to everything you do. Whatever your goals are, just keep at it. I mean, they're outstanding sentiments, and I, I definitely agree. I think they're, they're fabulous things to keep in mind. But why does that speak to you specifically? I think during, during my life, I've had a lot of moments where... I've had like self-doubts and I kind of, it's it's in those moments where I've taken those life lessons and really gotten past those challenges. It's really helped me to, you know, come on top of those adversities and achieve things in my life in sport and in school. So you also um, um, volunteered, were asked to uh, do this presentation at St. Dom's Day as part of the, the, the mass and the assembly. Can you talk a little bit about um, what it was that you, that you said and, and uh, talk us through a bit about the day? 
Yeah, um, I don't know if you want me to read Please. a bit of it. The year 12's focused on what we will take from Cabra out into the world and how we will endeavor to be God's truth away from this place. In order to do this, we needed to reflect on our journey at Cabra so far and determine what it is that we have learned about truth and what key learnings from Cabra we will take with us into the big world. We were tasked with writing down a couple of sentences on an airline ticket, capturing what it is, what truth, Cabra has inspired us to take into the world. What legacy of Cabra will remain with us? Over my years at Cabra, I have learned that we hold a high regard for community between peers and staff. I have learned that honesty, integrity, love, respect, and hard work are integral values that help bring communities together. I have learned the importance of respectful relationships amongst the community and working together to achieve something greater than ourselves, leaving a legacy for the upcoming community members. God's truth can be revealed to us in many ways which can guide and influence our daily lives. The truth that is communicated through the channels of God's grace can move us to be the best version of ourselves and can move us to care deeply about what matters. It is important then to take some time to notice God's truth in our lives, to embrace everyone as they are, which results in creating a stronger community as a whole, working towards making the world a better place. Taking God's truth out into the world is what we are called to do. St. Dominic knew this too. As we were finishing up the recording on the day, I got a surprise guest I wasn't expecting, a really welcome surprise. Cabra Principal Dr. Helen Rieke stopped into the studio space we'd set up in the library. This has been a remarkable uh, day. I've really gotten a lot out of this. I'm really taken aback by how uh, a lot of the students have reflected very, very deeply on this question about God's truth. Did that surprise you when you heard them speaking um, at the at the mass at the assembly uh, about these things? Did were you taken aback by how deep their level of reflection on it was, or is it kind of what you would expect from from students here? Great question. I um, I'd say I wasn't taken back. I was deeply moved. That would be the way that I would describe it. I think the insights of students or staff or anyone, there's great wisdom in everyone. Mm. So I, what I was touched by was the courage yeah. and um, openness and perhaps the generosity. What really struck me was that in talking about it, about the day when they we got up in the morning, you know, I heard stories of shaking hands and, and, and real <laughs> nerves, but then they, you know, and they brought their speeches along today and they read the speeches, but what they were talking about, it wasn't just a matter of getting up in front of over a thousand people. It wasn't a matter mm. of of, get, of having to write something that was, you know, and, and, and read it aloud and hope their voice wouldn't crack. It was deeply personal stuff. Mm. That was, I found that very impressive. Mm. Very impressive. Yeah. There was a vulnerability there mm. and a willingness to be vulnerable. Um, as you say, not just in front of a thousand people, but... I thought that spoke volumes. It was sometimes a, a few words that I that resonated with me that I thought, "Wow, that's incredible," um, because there was a willingness to to be share their truth mm. in such a, a real way. Yeah, 
I mean, a big part of, of being a principal of a school like this is you've really got to be kind of the the, the, the torchbearer of the vision for the school, mm. kind of what you want the school community to be. I mean, you've always got wonderful leadership people working with you to help mm. facilitate that and, and to do a lot of that work. But th that's kind of your thing. You've got to make sure that that's there. When you see students getting up talking about this in such an open way does that for you really sit inside your idea of going this is the kind of community i want to be in where students are able to get up and speak in this way and if so what would your hopes be then for for where they could go from there like what the future might might bring for those students and for others gosh these are good questions um i would say to you the courage to speak their truth i would hope would be far-reaching beyond the gates of Cabra. So that deep sense of knowing yourself and the willingness to be vulnerable and to continue to seek that truth and see God in all the um, moments of the day, I would hope that that's something that they carry with them throughout their whole life. For you, being principal of this school community, what for you is the most rewarding part of it? Goodness me! What a, a question to ask me. <laughs> if you had no, and, and if you didn't, if I like, and if you don't stop and think about it, if the fir like the first thing that actually does come to mind, what would that be? If I, if I just pure instinct, going the thing that you're most proud of being a part of this community, what is that? Um, enabling students to young people to find themselves and um, to know that they're, I think, loved by God and that that will remain with them forever. Doesn't matter what happens and what um, life throws their way. So the privilege of leading a community and being part of a community where you can um, provide opportunities for that to happen is um, incredibly, it's an incredible gift really. The School Life Podcast was produced by me, James Meston, for ArchD Radio and Podcasting. For full music credits for this episode and also links to the radio show podcasts we produced this year at Cabra, they're fantastic, please check the show notes. Be sure to connect with ArchD Radio and Podcasting on Facebook and Instagram for photos, news, links to all our other podcasts and behind-the-scenes stuff. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a different School Life story.